0: It takes hard work and real knowledge. It takes patience and time. It takes the education this show can provide. So get it straight today. Here's Dr. Medici. Good morning. Good morning to you all. I'm Dr. Vincent Medici, if you didn't know that. Got a great show for the holiday here. The title of the show, catch this title. Coconut Trees Don't Grow in the Desert... And cactus trees don't grow in the jungle. I'll say it again. Today's show, show 549 across 11 years. Coconut trees don't grow in the desert, and cactus trees don't grow in the jungle. Which one is best for you? Yeah, now what am I talking about? I'm talking about something that you gotta get hip to in that there is a second migration throughout the United States and by second migration I mean everybody's moving I have at least 12 clients that are moving I'm helping them move I'm supervising them in the move in other words they come to me with information about where to move what to move into how to buy and how to build once they buy or break down and build once they buy now there's a field it's a subset of science Alchemy, I might say. You know what alchemy is? Alchemy is what we call something that science needs to discover. The alchemist is the scientist, except that science hasn't caught up with the senses. That's the end of the show. I would forfeit the rest of the minutes on this show for you to understand what the heck I just said. Coconut trees... Don't grow in the desert. Cactus trees don't grow in the jungle. Which one is for you? The fine science of astrocartography. Clients that are leaving in this mass migration. And the bottom line is this. The roots of these traditions. The roots of the radio shows that are selling supplements. The YouTube stations that are talking and lecturing about health, the root underneath all these myopic Western traditions, abundant on radio, TV, YouTube, so on and so forth, the root of these traditions heralded a concept of... That was more important in their eyes than anything you're hearing anywhere. And that was the subject of astrocartography, that your health is about where you live. Your health is about how the environment or the terrain is contoured to your genetics. I'll give you an example. How many people felt el crapo, right? How many people felt not good this week during the Santa Ana's? Hot, dry winds that irritate the liver. How many? Stand up and take a bow. How many of you felt good? How many of you feel invigorated to hot, dry winds? How many of you feel sick to them? How many of you found that your joints ache or your joint pain goes away? Now, there's a classic example of something that's going on all the time. Now, if you extrapolate out of your experience, if you deduce from your experience, just this week of the weather, like wasn't it great for me it was, I hate the Santa Ana winds. I loathe them. They make my body ache. Always have. Since I was born, hot, dry winds will do that. Wind in general does that. It doesn't matter. Cold wind, hot wind. I hate wind. You wouldn't catch me dead living in Chicago. I would die living in Chicago. Windy places I don't do well with. How about you? I don't like cold either. Yeah, and everybody talks about that, you know, at the local bar. Can't stand the cold. There's a cold spell. Everybody talks about it, but you see, when you walk in with your brain tumor and six months to live, guess what? And this is my point of today's show. The root of holistic medicine lies in the astrocartography. That is the art and science of determining where it's best for you to live. Look it up. Oddly enough, people will seek out practitioners from, say, Chinese medicine or Vedic medicine as in Ayurveda. But all medicines at one time really respected this as paramount. So the astrocartography considers you, and you are a bundle of vapors, ethers. You are, your molecular biology, your genetics, your DNA is defined as something much more functional to our understanding of health, functional. And that is, you are earth, you are water, you are air, you are fire, you are metal, The elements, the humors, the Greeks would call them, the ancient elements, you are an integration of those things. Now, we have done an extrapolation out of that with Vedic medicine, calling people some blend of Vata, Pitta, Kapha. The Chinese keep it much more simple, earth, air, water, fire metal and all sorts of things in between blood types do it another way classifications and categorizations of people are very important for people, individuals to understand if you understand how you categorize you'll understand in a better way how the terrain needs to be amplified to you. So let me give you some practical application here. An individual, and yes, we have to use the occult science of astrology, the evil science, the demonic science. You see, no, not the demonic science. Something that science hasn't been able to catch up with is astrology oh, you mean that old fat guy down the street with the Swami hat on, you know, and the jewel in his forehead that lives by the sun and the stars that predicts things that you pay $95,000 an hour to see when you're going to find your boyfriend? No, not that astrology. Not the occult. Not people who are owned by the occult. But people who understand that something like the month you're born in tends to predict your personality and that there's validity to it empirically stated. Science. Empirical science will tell you astrology is on the money. Lest you deny the fact that the full moon brings out nut nuts. Would you do that? Would you say... There's just no relationship between the full moon and rise in crime. Well, go ask your typical police officer or, say, the guy that runs the ER room, especially the ones in the cities. Now, I'm going to use astrology here and point something out about astrology, and that is the context in which I use it is critical to your understanding of your health. It's critical for you to understand Lots of things that are called occult. Really, it's kind of witchcraft to call astrology occult. The witchcraft isn't thinking it's occult, because it's not. Now, those of you with a leveler head that might note that some people are, that live by this stuff, they live by numerology, they live by astrology, you might note that that's not effective in life, you see. Gurdjieff used to say, we're all food for the moon. Meaning, if you're a nitwit, well, then you don't go to the stores without checking your horoscope. And perhaps that's your problem with it. But that aside, understand this. That if astrologically, you're what you call triple air. Meaning, your sun sign is, say, Gemini. And your rising sign is Libra and then your moon sign is gemini again if you're triple air if you're triple earth like if you're double capricorn taurus all earth signs if you're triple fire like you're double leo and one of the other fire signs aries if your double Leo heirs, if your astrology is such that you're a triple heir, you better not live in the desert. If you're triple air and your vada, meaning your bones are very thin, you're slight of build and your triple heir, if you live in the desert, in the mountains, you will have a shortened life. If you're all water, if you're all water, you're going to need to be near water. Water signs need to be near water. But if water signs are near water and they're built kafa, meaning thick, Sophia Loren thick, Mike Tyson thick, George Foreman thick, thick, a tendency to gain weight, lethargic, a triple water sign living at the ocean that's thick in a humid part of the country, say South Carolina, say Florida, say Texas, in a humid part of the country, a triple water sign with thick bones that eats a lot of sugar is going to be sick. So I'm kind of giving you the general kind of breakdown of a concept. And that concept is a coconut tree needs its terrain, a cactus tree needs its terrain, and if you cross the two up, you're going to have a very sick cactus tree and a very sick coconut tree. You see, we come out of the soil, and so what the soil makes, that being you... Is made in relationship to its environment. And that's for openers. Then we have digressions from that. Just because you come out of the earth of southern France or the desert of Iraq doesn't mean that your genetics is necessarily going to accommodate that very well. If you're triple fire in the desert of Iraq, you're going to have a lot of trouble. If you play the stock market out of your home and your home is in Baja, Mexico, and you're triple fire and you're built Pitta, meaning you're lanky, slender, and but tenderness. If your life there is high stress, an aneurysm is well on the way. If you look at the sun rising and moon sign, do that. There's a horoscope called Astrolab, A S T R O L A B E, Astrolab. They do a free chart. All you have to put in is the information and it's very basic stuff. And you can find out what your sun sign is, your rising sign, and your moon sign. And if you're spread out across fire, earth, water, if you're spread out, well, you'll have an easier time of adapting to wherever you live. But if you're very much to one side earth, one side air, one side fire, that has to be respected in the places you live. If you'll add to that this distinction between the vata, pitta, kapha, it's called the doshas. Vata's being the very slender, small-boned, Pitta, meaning the sinewy, snake-like, fire types. And kapha, meaning the big, jovial, large-boned kind of people that gain weight easily. Vata, pitta, kapha. If you'll engage that, if you'll engage blood type, especially if you're a negative blood type, the negative blood types have to be extraordinarily aware of what I'm talking about because their nervous systems are way more sophisticated. In other words, they respond to imbalances much more quickly. So if there is great balance, they thrive. If there's imbalance, they get down faster. Those are the negative blood types. Assets are liabilities. Always assets or liabilities depending on the context. So we're talking about astrocartography. We're talking about the fact that where you live, as we note in the plant world, has much to do about your health and in a much more fundamental way than all these little health tasks people are so happy to entertain, like fasting and different types of diets and cleanses and stuff, all good stuff. But nonetheless, there's much, much deeper issues. And check my point out. Just the other day, this Santa Ana that blew hard, it blew hot. How many of you felt bad? How many of you this morning feel rejoiced? The humidity's gone up. The humidity was 9% the other day. 9%. Now it's up at 50 or 60. It was 20 degrees hotter. Now it's 20 degrees cooler. The winds were blowing hard and hot. Now the wind's at one mile an hour all throughout the Orange County area. And that's my point. Things have changed. So has your reaction to them. This is real stuff. This is the difference between life and death. You live in the wrong home. You move to the wrong place. You will suffer. This is something worth worth learning this is the ins and outs of the astro cartography astro cartography where the person god made you should plant their feet and it's not as simple as the homeland so medicine at one time was understood as earth air water fire and metal each person was a blend of those vapors. If you were very slanted to one side of it, like all fire, like your, now I'm jumping, your astrology was all fire. Look up the astrological signs, all 12. Each sign has a certain element to it, earth, air, water, fire. And then find out what your chart is, astrolab, free chart. Just put your information in, very non-invasive Very simple, very easy, and see what your sun, rising, and moon are. Look for trends. Gee, I'm almost all water. Guess what, all water? You'll love to be near water, but you better make sure you stay dry. If you're all fire, it may be critical for you to stay out of Temecula it may be critical for you to stay out of vegas may be critical for you to have your relationships in dark verdant green the dark verdant green of where well if you're triple fire rather than the desert dark verdant green plush like what well you could say british columbia But you may be of Southern European extraction and you don't like cold. So that dark, verdant green, maybe that's going to translate to somewhere in Northern California. Where the forests are thick around the sequoias, but it's warm enough. So dark, verdant, and green combined with a more temperate climate rather than British Columbia. Rather than Canada. This is so important. When I have people who are really sick, and I get people who are really, really sick, I have them move. If it's at all possible and they have something serious, debilitating, I have them move. So, what's the takeaway from today's show? As always, it's a concept. And then there's an aphorism or a saying a coconut tree doesn't grow in the desert. And a cactus doesn't grow in the jungle. Something for you to keep in mind as you work your way out of your pain syndrome, your disease, as you approach a higher degree of health. Speaking of which, I'm doing a seminar. I moved to one of the local banquet, banquet rooms because it's too big for my place. We've got 40, 45 people. It's $150. It's a lot of money. Don't say you don't have the money. You have the money. Say the truth. You don't think it's worth the money. Anybody that's been there knows it's worth the money. It's worth 10 times the money. See, what you pay for in life if you're smart is counsel. Pay for great counsel. Seven or eight hours of me is great counsel. On what topic are we doing this seminar, December 12th? We're doing it on the infinite laws of natural health. The laws of natural health. I'm not even going to give you a number. I should have said 50. Then I made it 100. Now it's 200. As I think about it, it's an infinite number. Now, what do I mean? I mean that after 30 years of hard work, I think I've made the equation for health bulletproof. That means you can't screw it up. That means if you're alone, if you're not well financed, but you're serious about your health, if you hate wasting money, buying supplements that just give so much less than they thought they would, or depending on small little divots of health like cleansing and your yoga classes and this and that and the other thing or some potpourri of them all that equal nothing at the end of the equal sign against your psoriatic arthritis or your cancer or your heart disease or your pending Alzheimer's or your pending Parkinson's or your fear of COVID or your fear of the vaccine. The list grows as our ignorance grows. I've been working on an equation. It's about respecting natural law and translating it into something that has meaning. So let me give you an example. What do you do for your health? Well, let's say you sit across from my table here as I talk right now, and I look at you and I go, what do you do for your health? And you go, well, I have a yoga practice. The purpose of this seminar is to turn that statement, that statement that you bank on. That statement that statement that you bank on. That statement that you, you trust. It's to turn it into something that has true meaning. True meaning being, if you do yoga, I'm going to ask you, do you know the point in the yoga class where the tendon separates the joint? Do you know what that feels like? If you say you fast, I'm gonna ask you, do you know that point in the water fast where your emotions come up, where you feel your sadness, your rage, your grief, your fear, and then do you know that moment? Have you experienced that moment where those hostile emotions turn to euphoria? See, you're not going to get away with I water fast until you pass the litmus test of efficacy. You're not going to get away with I do yoga until you pass the litmus test of efficacy. If you do yoga and you sit before me and take a breath, if I don't see and you don't experience your body vaporize into prana and endorphin, then I don't think you're doing yoga. I think you're going through the motions of yoga. I think you're going through the motions. I think you're punching the heavy bag, but when you get into the ring, no one falls down. If you tell me you meditate, I want to watch you in that moment where you face hostile adversity. And I want to see something that reflects your meditation practice. You see? Ways to measure the moment. That's what the seminar is about. Natural law is about measuring the moment. The natural laws of health work only if you can measure the moment. There's a litany. There is an endless number of nuances to measuring the response. If you say you're vegetarian and that works for you, I'm going to ask you what and how you live by the cravings. I'm going to ask you if you're a vegetarian, what do you crave? Now that you've made this choice in your dietary habit, what do you crave? Then I'm going to ask you what happens to your body after you eat what you crave? What do you feel? You just can't say, I've got a healthy lifestyle. I'm a vegetarian. If you went paleo, I'm going to ask you, do you know what it feels like to be in the euphoria of ketosis? You can't say, I'm making an intelligent health choice because I'm paleo. I'm going to ask you, do you know what it is to live in joyful ketosis? You see, there isn't a practice that you could engage in that shouldn't have an experience on the other side of the equal sign. Those are the natural laws of health. December 12th. This was a show about the astrocartography. Sit on that one too. It's one of the laws. Have a happy holiday, and I will see you next week. Okay, that's a wrap. Don't forget to get to Dr. Medici's website at drmedici.com to look at the pictures and review the show as often as you wish. See you next week.